0: Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome along to episode seven of The Motto. Thanks so much for your support so far. We've seen the numbers building from week to week, which is absolutely amazing. So this episode's guest is Osi Yumeniora, the London-born New York Giants defensive end, who won two Super Bowls in 2008 and 2012, and after retiring in 2015, turned his hand to broadcasting. He's an absolute natural on screen and you can see him killing it on the BBC, on the NFL show with Mark Chapman and Jason Bell on Saturday nights at 11.50 and also on the iPlayer as well. Check them out on social media at NFLUK and on the hashtag OnlyInTheNFL. Now, myself and producer James recorded this at the NFL UK HQ in central London. So big shout out to those guys for their support and to our friends at Clifford French for the hookup as well. Nice one, guys. We chat New York, Nigeria, 50 Cent, strip clubs, the absolute lot. Don't forget to share this podcast with your mates if you like it. And give us a follow on social media as well at The Motto Pod, all one word, no spaces. And if you want to see how this goes down, then you can also watch us on YouTube by searching The Motto Podcast. So that's it. The Motto Episode 7 with NFL star Osi Umenyiora. Enjoy. Okay, for those of you listening and not watching right now, let me set the scene. I'm currently uh, at the NFL UK HQ. In Central London, with a legend of the NFL uh, turned broadcasting hotshot, OC, you Maniota, how you doing, brother? Absolutely, I'm good. Good to see you, man. How about yourself? I'm all right, man. I'm all right. Thanks for thanks for thanks for doing this. Mm -hmm. Um, So basically, I looked on Wikipedia. Okay. It says that you live between Georgia and New Jersey. Is okay that,
1: is that right i, I swear I, in america yes right. okay. i have to i have a place in new jersey and a place in um in georgia but well,
0: you must have a base here as well right absolutely yeah, yeah. i'm here
1: like a, in notting hill no nice yeah, yeah 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 man's got style man <laughs> I, lo- I love i love notting hill too man such Beautiful. a nice place yeah so did You
0: go to the carnival and stuff when the carnival comes down i
1: went last year and i said to myself i will never do this again <laughs> <laughs> never will i do that again it's it was hectic, crazy. Right? That was crazy super hectic crazy
0: all right so um let's talk about let's talk about you let's talk Talk okay. about your early days, your right. early your early life. Mm-hmm. Where were you born? Where did mm-hmm. you grow up?
1: I was born in um, Golders Green, London, actually, and um, yeah, I was there till I was seven, and then my parents are Nigerian, so yep. when I left um, Golders Green, I went back to Nigeria, and I was in Nigeria from seven to fifteen.
0: Was that your 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 choice to go no. back? No, because I've got a lot of Nigerian friends, okay. and they normally get if they've got like a you know uh, West Indian or African yeah. heritage, mm-hmm. they get taunted with the fact that they might have to go back, right, <laughs> to, <laughs> right. Get, to get schooled on get schooled if they act up back like, over yeah, in the UK. Yeah. But was that uh, was that for education? Was that for social? What was it for? Yeah,
1: uh, my parents. Um, I think they my dad's business has started to pick up a little bit in wow. Nigeria, so we had to leave here and go over there, and so um. Yeah, I went to Nigeria, and it was, it was crazy. Really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what was Nigeria was like back then? Well, it was well for me. It was fun mm. because you know, there's a lot of us. There's thirteen of us. Right. I have thirteen brothers and sisters. Wow. Yeah, wow. my dad it wasn't watching too much TV. <laughs> I guess like, I don't know what was going stuff. on. Yes, <laughs> yeah, folks. so uh, we went back. Went back to um, Nigeria, and it, all of us were were a really close family. So it, it was fun growing up. But it's um it's just a completely different lifestyle, yep. and, and over here, you know, yeah. you see all the things going on there. Um, but the people are really good people, so yeah, it was yeah, fun. Yeah,
0: and then what was the transition like from living back in Nigeria to yeah. moving across to the U.S.? Like, what was the reason oh, behind man. it, and how was that?
1: Yeah, well, the thing is, once, you, once you're in Nigeria, um, if you're able to, what people like to do is they like to send their kids abroad to go to school, because yep. if you can school over there and come back to Nigeria, you have a, a better chance of getting a better job. That's right. And so my parents, um, or my dad, he um, he just started to send us to America one by one, you know, to get an education. Wow. And so by the time I was 15, um, he sent me over there to go live with my sister, who was already in college, Right. and um, started to go to high school and get education. So there.
0: how like, how far down the pecking order are you? With fifth, the rest of your, your fifth. Fifth one, yeah, okay, fifth? Okay, so were you the fifth to go out to America? I was the,
1: I was the fifth, yeah. So there you go, yeah. I was All the right, exact so he fifth did it to go chronological, Fair did. play to him. Yeah, he did. He did. <laughs> All right,
0: so then you move over to the U.S. Yeah. Big deal. Yeah. Uh, for any young person, like, yeah. moving away from their home and you know their parents and whatnot. Um, what was it like being out there with your sister and kind of like settling in?
1: Man, it was it was crazy. I think um because you move from from Nigeria, and my whole opinion of America at the time, because that's all you see is TV, You're watching Baywatch and Fresh Prince, so yeah, yeah, my yeah, opinion yeah. of America was, you know, it's the land of milk and honey, <laughs> and I, I got sent to Alabama, like, <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. my goodness, so when I got to America, I didn't... What I was seeing was completely different than right. what I saw on TV. I was in like the country, and um wow. yeah, and because uh, you know we had fallen in like some hard times or whatever, so we were living. You know what you know what the projects are? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we had like we were living like right next to the projects, okay. so we were in the hood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so I was like, man, in America, what is this? You know. And so we was. I know. I, I, I wanted to go back because right. you know for me it was better in in nigeria yeah, yeah, yeah. than you know what, what i was seeing in america at the time so it was it, it was a crazy transition but you know because of of my my background and my parents always instilling education i was just like okay school 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 school. so i focused on that yeah. um my sister was in college at the time but she um she always says i never gave her any problems because because she was always gone i could have really yeah I could it have up. really acted up. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I didn't. So um it, it was cool.
0: And was that down to sport, do you think? Do you think sport kind of like filled <sighs> the, the void to kind of stop you from, you know, maybe venturing down the wrong path or whatever? Yeah, Partying too hard, not uh,
1: studying? I don't think so, man. I think um I think I was lucky because my older brother was he, he was also there and he lived next door to us, but I was living with my sister right. and he had um some friends and they were like they were really cool dudes man and so they like took me under their wing right. and so i would go with them and they were they were really into sports and so we would be playing basketball all night you know playing football all night like things of that nature yeah. and playing video games they weren't about that you know partying and getting right. crazy nah so okay. you know i had some really good mentors and good yeah. people who were around me at that time
0: so how how good a basketball player are you I was okay. Yeah?
1: yeah, I could play a little bit, man. <laughs> I, mean, I wouldn't say I'm great, but, you know, I can hold my own out there. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, with regards to UK sport, mm-hmm. obviously you were quite young when you, when you left the UK. But did you have any
1: passion for... Like soccer, or oh football. no question. Yeah, soccer is my first love, still is. Really, I play, I'm going to play soccer when I leave here. Oh, that's what it's yeah, about. Yeah, we got what a game. It? Uh, well, I, I support players. Okay. Yeah, okay. so I'm a. A big lot of professionals even. say that exactly. A lot of professional <laughs> sports people say I support the player yeah. rather than the
0: team. Yeah.
1: Uh, okay. Okay. Well, I, I think the reason for that is because you know, as as a professional, once you see that teams view it strictly as a business, yeah, it takes away like yeah. yeah. Because you see it firsthand, so you're like, I'm not going to be, you know, if I know for a fact that they don't really – care nothing about the players. Yeah, I hear And it. so, um, yeah, I, I support Ibrahimovic, man. That's I, I Ibra. love Ibra, man. Do you know what I love
0: about Ibra? Because mm. it, it hurts me to say because I'm a Liverpool fan. All right. So, obviously, he plays for Manchester United. Right. They're like big rivals. Mm. But his self-belief and his self-confidence <laughs>
1: it's crazy, is insane. <laughs> insane. What's he like? Yeah. To like, What's he like?
0: Have you met him? Yeah, I've met
1: him before. He was good. Yeah? Yeah, he was really cool. You know, they say you should never meet your heroes. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah. But, you know, when I met him, he was a really good dude. Genuine, nice. You know, we talked about America. American football and um, he, he was he was he was great man I can't wait to see him again
0: nice honestly. nice 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 tell me about the moment that you first kind of realized that you were good at American football or other people realized that you were good yeah
1: I didn't I didn't realize it for a while honestly <laughs> I, um, I the, my first year there I was terrible Are you serious? yeah I was very bad at it because I had never even seen American football up until the, the time I got to America, so I'd never right. seen until I was like 15 years old. Right, right, right. So I didn't even know what they were doing out there. And but I did realize that you know the football players had the cheerleaders and the <laughs> most popular people. I was going to ask you about yeah. that because like
0: what, in the UK, our perception of American football is mm. we get it from movies and right. TV shows, um, you know, ballers and things like that. Right. Is it is it is that what is that a true representation of what it's like? You know, the, the players go out with the cheerleaders, right? You are the big man on campus. Yes. Is that how it is? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: And um like like honestly, being a, a professional athlete or having made it to the NFL, that show ballers is very realistic. Is
0: it re- you can tell it's got that feel about very it? Very realistic,
1: it? man. And like the first season I watched it, I was like, Man, this is this, something's going on here and then I found out that the writer is a guy by the name of Rashad Mendehal and okay. he played running back for the Steelers for a long period of time because it was just, it was too, too, yeah, it was too authentic. So yeah, yeah, it's, it's accurate, man. And, um, the the football, because American football is so big in the country. Yeah. Um, if you're a football player, then you kind of, you know, especially if you're a pretty good one. Yeah. Yeah. You, um, you, you you live a good life.
0: So what was that moment like? Can you remember the moment when you thought, okay, these people really believe in Mm -hmm. my ability, um, how was that? How was
1: that? It, 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 it was strange. I think, you know, high school nobody really recruited me. I only got one scholarship offer, and that was to go to Troy, and that right. was uh, that was just kind of like an off. It was like it was almost like a mistake. Right. <laughs> you understand <laughs> what I mean? Yeah. And so I finally got into college, and my first year, um, I was a redshirt, which is I didn't get to play at all my first year. Okay. But then immediately after that, they get put me right into the starting lineup, and so I started playing. At a very young age, I was, like, younger than everybody else out there, and the coach just kept on playing me and playing me and playing me. So I was like, this guy must think I can yeah. I can play a little bit. I didn't really think I was that good, right. but he kept on playing me.
0: Mentally, how mm-hmm. was that for you? Was that, was that scary, thinking that you're not good enough? Right. Um, or did you feel... A sense of freedom because you're the, you're younger than everybody else, so right. you can just go out and express yourself. Yeah,
1: definitely the latter. Yeah. I, I was like, man, it didn't matter. I knew the guy behind me definitely wasn't <laughs> wasn't good, so <laughs> there was no there was no backup plan for them. Right. So I was just in there, you know, playing, you know, freely expressing myself and, you know, playing pretty well. And then I think my junior year was when I really realized that okay, I might have a future being able to play this game because I had started to get you know better than you know everybody else. Yeah.
0: Talk to me about the transition from college football to the NFL. Obviously, um, I'm still kind of getting my head around it, but the draft pick and all that sort of stuff. What was your experience of the draft pick? Yeah, that's a big thing in a a career, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, it it was. I think um, the whole process is just crazy. It's like like a meat market, you know. And because I wasn't invited to the combine, the combine is, is a place where all the top players go. Right. Uh, the NFL, all 32 teams are there. They invite everybody, all the top players to go to this yep. combine event and they test you. But, you know, I think at the time they didn't, I wasn't regarded as a top player coming out. So I wasn't invited to the combine.
0: Which is insane. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you've achieved in that, yeah. the way it started. Yep. That's just crazy. It
1: is crazy. But um, so I wasn't invited there. And so I was, what, what happened was we have these things called pro days at your school. And um, what it is is the, your school invites NFL teams to come see right. you, right? Yeah. And so we had a pro day, and, uh, you know, we invited a couple of scouts to come over, and they came over. And, you know, once they, they test you, they see how fast you can run, your bench, you know, how high you can jump. But my numbers that I put up were so insane right. that all, they had to take notice then. and yeah. so. In, instead of um specimen yeah <laughs> at the time it was crazy so um, i now had to now visit i think it was like 14 different teams in like 10 days wow yeah because it was that close to the draft and yeah. they were like man who's this guy we need to see him so i had to go to every single team to go see them take the physical do some tests wow. and it was um it was insane but eventually i got drafted and it was it was crazy
0: now, so you get drafted and you go to
1: New York, the New, Giants, York, New yeah. York Giants, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, from Alabama, <laughs> <laughs> were you like, I made it?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I, I remember once I got drafted, I didn't feel, I wasn't happy, and it's not because I wasn't. I was drafted a lot higher than most people thought I, I was. I wasn't even because the draft, I was watching the draft on TV. You know, I had I'd right. had no family around me, nothing, right. because I didn't think I was going to the next day. Yeah, yeah. So when they called my name out, I, I was in shock. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. I answered the phone and, you know, spoke to them. But I remember feeling just pressure. Right. You know, because I right. had went i went higher than, you know, most people thought. And then I was going to New York, which I knew was, was a big deal. crazy. big deal. And so rather than feeling happiness, I just felt a bunch of pressure at the time. Which and is the, understandable. Yeah. Understandable. The, pre- the happiness didn't come to it later. Right,
0: okay. So uh, we're talking about what, like, it's like early noughties sort of time, like 2002, 2003, 2003? 2003, yeah. Right, so back then... Jay-Z, the yeah. Black Albums oh, out, man. I mean like New Yorker, you've got Dipset, right, right. the, the scene would've been popping back then. Yeah, what was. was it like being a young guy, and then moving to New York, and being in oh, and
1: around there, and God. you're a pro baller, right. like, yeah. come on. There's nothing like it man, <laughs> it's, it's hard to explain, like being young. <laughs> And, you know, being in that environment at the time, man, and it wasn't only Jay-Z and, and Dipset, it was, this was when like 50 Cent was. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, oh, yeah. Get man. Get yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course. And 50 was just, 50 was <laughs> insane at that point in time, man. He was just kidding. I remember going to see him in concert, and um, it was a, it was a summer jam, is what they call. It. And they had that a giant stadium, right. and so I remember being backstage and seeing him come on. And it, it was the energy, right? That wow. Wow. I'm sure you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, like yeah. there's like an energy yeah. with certain people, yeah. and he just came through, and it, it was it, it was crazy. <laughs> and um, yeah, that, that, those times were great.
0: So how did you how did you manage to keep yourself grounded and focused on on the on the task at hand about being a, a pro ball player? Because yeah. obviously. You're in and around all of that stuff. Everyone wants to be your friend. Right. People want you to go out all the time. Right. How do you maintain that kind of that focus? Did you live in and around it, or did you kind of separate yourself a little bit?
1: Well, I <laughs> what, what I, did, I did a lot, man. <laughs> tell me tell me. tell I, me, tell I, me. Yeah, it was a, that, that was a crazy, crazy period of time, <laughs> man. And um, I think my first year in the NFL, I really wasn't playing as much, right. you know, so I had a lot of time to just you know act a fool and (laughs) i did because you're young and there's you know even though people would tell you all the time listen that city never sleeps you know what i'm saying just don't don't go crazy but yeah, yeah. you have to experience that for yourself and Absolutely. so you know i yeah. went out there I, you know i went out did a bunch of crazy stuff what and, um,
0: tell me tell me tell me. It,
1: <laughs> anything you can imagine <laughs> was done <laughs> that particular time anything you can imagine all right, all right, it was I'm, gonna, cool. I'm gonna ask you
0: something because mm-hmm. i've seen something on the internet a while back where i'm sure it was a uh, an nfl player mm-hmm. And he went into a, a strip club yeah. with like a bag like a, a rucksack, a backpack of right. ones and then just threw all the ones in
1: the air right and then left yeah you do that that happens all <laughs> the t- I, that happened on a weekly basis <laughs> man it was s- some of the most insane things you've ever seen I remember going to a, uh, into a strip club one time and you know I, I was a, uh, uh, this is a rookie I was a rookie at the right, time yeah and Nelly... And no. P. Diddy were in there. Are you serious? Yeah. And they were just throwing money, throwing money. And I'm sitting over there with my boys. And we're like, all right. So we stopped throwing. <laughs> we're having a competition with people who have hundreds of millions of dollars. We're throwing money. And then after that, you go home by yourself and you're like, why like that was the dumbest possible thing i could have ever done i wasted money i wasted my whole paycheck and these guys don't even think nothing about that yeah you understand so but it's 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 a learning experience man learning experience for sure Um,
0: now you also uh played for the atlanta falcons right now um me being new to the nfl kind of like the last year or so i've decided that the falcons are going to be my team okay mainly because i love usher i love Ludacris they're from Atlanta, they kind of like fly the flag. Can you give me any tips uh, about, about the team, about, yeah. about the culture behind it, the, the history,
1: yeah. the heritage? Al- Al- Atlanta is a great team. Um, you know, they haven't won a Super Bowl yet, but the, the owner, Arthur Blank, is a, is a great man. And the team that they have now, Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, Devontae Freeman, great football players, man. Yeah. And they have a lot of support in that team. It's yeah. like, you know, they had a dance. It was called, like, the Dirty Bird that they used <laughs> yeah, to do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 And so Atlanta, Atlanta is, um, is a great place. I, I played my last two years in the NFL. With the Atlanta Falcons. What was that yeah. like? Well, we were a terrible team. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were pretty bad. And it was crazy because the year before I got there, they, they were, like, almost at the Super Bowl. Like, they were really good. And then I get there, and then for those two years, we were, like, really bad. And then I left, and now they're really good again. <laughs> like, man, that was – I brought bad luck. But I lived in Atlanta during the offseason my entire career. So I would stay the six months in New York. And then as soon as the season right. was over, I would go back to Atlanta.
0: Now, anybody that I know that has been to Atlanta says, look, Ricky, you need to go to Atlanta. That's yeah. like, it's just the best place in the world. Yeah, like, how, it what is. What is it like living there?
1: It's, it's amazing. It, it really is, man. And I think um, because that's probably there in Washington, D.C. is where you see really the most successful black people. Yes. In in America, and so to be around that, you know, and to see like really successful people who aren't athletes or entertainers, just lawyers, business people, doctors, inspiring. Just it's it's really great to see something like that because realistically. I would say 99% of the people we have In the country, in America Who are, you know, famous and influential Are athletes and entertainers yep. So you don't really see the, you know, the people of color Who aren't, Absolutely, you know, yeah, that But yeah. once you go there to Atlanta and you see that, man It's really cool I need to go, I need to go
0: yeah. I'll go, I'm going to call you, bro Yeah, okay. and speaking of strip clubs <laughs> <laughs> Anyway that where it goes now? Yeah. Oh my goodness gracious <laughs> you know, I don't know if it's a PG show But man <laughs> Amazing. Um, let's let's go back to um, your achievements. You've won yeah. two Super Bowls, right? Yeah. I mean, that mm-hmm. is just insane. <laughs> yeah. That is insane. Uh, yeah. um, talk to me about the position that you played, mm-hmm. um, your kind of role in the team yeah. and
1: whatnot. Well, I was a defensive end, yeah. and um, the most important position on the football field is the quarterback. Yes. But after the quarterback is the defensive end because the rules have changed to such a way that um, they give the offense a lot of, leeway and ability to do right. a lot of different things. Yeah. So defensively, the only way realistically of stopping a team is you have to be able to get to the quarterback. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. my position was to get to the quarterback right. and bring him down before he throws the ball. And is that called a sack if a you A sack, that? exactly, right, okay. yeah. yeah. So um, it was a really important position. And um, I think the position I played, the defensive end, along with other players, we had a guy by the name of Justin Tuck and Michael Strahan. We had some really good players, but we kind of re- revolutionized the the um, the position because we took it we won Super Bowls by having an outstanding defensive line yeah. like usually it's the quarterback or the running backs yeah. but because we were so good on on the defensive line yeah. we were able to win Super Bowls that way so it was a it was a great time man I enjoyed it
0: and you've got like a, a few amazing records that are still, yeah. are still standing to this very day right uh, yeah like the, the most amount of sacks by uh, yeah. a, a Giants player and exactly out.
1: yeah yeah I did the I had um six sacks against Philly. And I also had um, force fumble records in the NFL. Wow. Um, yeah, so I, yeah, I was okay, man. I was all, right. I was, I was all right. right, I was all right, I was all right. right. <laughs>
0: um, what, what is the difference, the main difference that you can see now between when you were playing mm-hmm. the game and, and the game now?
1: Right, it's, it's, I, I retired in 2015, mm-hmm. went back to see them, I went to see the Giants, um, I think it was this year, and it was, it was crazy. It was the culture has changed so much, man. Yeah, like yeah. everybody's
0: just dancing. Because <laughs> I, I, I see, like you know, the Odell Beckham. Yeah. they're in the locker rooms. Everyone's got the dance routines. It's together. ridiculous.
1: I mean, <laughs> and some of the things they're doing yeah. are things that I never, I wouldn't have thought that would be going on, man. The whole culture has completely changed, man. It's more of like a young hip hop type yeah. of. a vibe that you get there now so if you go to practice now they're playing hip-hop music throughout practice no way no throughout practice like blasting it too and i think you know the coaches say it helps them be able to focus if they can focus in that once they get to the game with all the crowd noise they're going to be able to focus okay that kind of makes sense yeah i understand it but i would never have thought that you know growing up and and playing the way i played i would never have thought that coaches would allow that yeah
0: yeah um obviously uh, it's well publicized about how much money is in the game. Right. Um, obviously, you you've been there, you've done it. <laughs> right. You had like an amazing contract. I think I read somewhere that you had a contract extension mm-hmm. that was going to be potentially worth like forty odd million or something crazy right. like that. Right. So you've been there, you've done it. Right. Um, with regards to like when when you were probably like uh, coming through, yeah. MTV Cribs was a big thing. Yeah. <laughs> I used to love that shit. because yeah, <laughs> yeah. you used to get to see like the you know the houses of the stars. Did you do a cribs? I'm I, sure you I did, did do one. You I did, did do one, didn't cribs. you? I, did. I feel so. I, did. I feel so. Mm. Um, but is that is that what is that just normal? Like the houses and stuff like that. Is that just like standard procedure? Yeah.
1: Well, I'm not gonna say that because realistically, it's not as many people as you think that make that kind of money. Right. You know, I yeah. think maybe twenty okay. percent of the players okay. are the ones who are making a significant amount of money. Everybody else is making money, but not enough money to be able to live like that. Right. And I think that's where a lot of people get in trouble is because you know, they, they see their teammates you know, balling and doing things like that. And they don't have that kind of money, but they want to live like that. Yeah. And people expect them to live like that. And people expect them to do things that other people are doing and they yep. can't afford that. So you hear stories about people going broke and all that is yep. because... They try to, you know, emulate some of the teammates yep. and live a lifestyle that they can't. But for certain people, certain players, the money is is, is ridiculous, man. Yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. What's
0: what's the the craziest thing you've ever bought? Like craziest something that you, you you board. didn't need. Like for me, like mm-hmm. obviously it's a million leagues away. Right, right, But the most lavish thing that I've ever bought is a watch. Okay, uh, nice it was a nice watch. Oh, right, it, was, yeah, it, right. was, it was a nice watch. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't the bright watch. It was uh, the bright watch. Uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, It was a nice watch. Okay. Um, so for me, that's probably that was that was a lot of money. Right. Um, so what
1: about you? I um okay. If you're talking extravagant or just foolishness, either um, you tell me. I bought a house, but because I bought it and it's real estate, it appreciates some value. Yeah. So I don't consider that. I wouldn't. I yeah. Would either. That's fine. Yeah. That's, that's right. fine. I did buy two Bentleys at the same time. <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> I bought a black and a white, the same model. <laughs> and, and, oh, Why no? goodness, so, Why no? so stupid, man, <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Didn't realize the minute you drive them off the lot, they have depreciated. And I bought two at the same time. Like, I don't know. Do oh you, man, so stupid!
0: In NFL, like uh, the, the whole culture of it all, uh, uh, players being educated now how yeah. to how to kind of make the transition from playing to not playing and finances and that type of thing and what they're going to do after. Yeah, is that happening? Or? No
1: question. I think over the past um, five to ten years, they've really put an emphasis on that man because all the stories were coming out about yeah. players going broke yeah. and which shouldn't happen. Uh, it right? shouldn't happen. Yeah. It shouldn't. I mean, I mean, think about something uh, as a player you play this game a lot of them they didn't start when I started they started when they were like 5 yeah. and they played this game their whole life put their body through hell yeah. and then all of a sudden it's over and a year after that you have nothing you know like imagine yes. imagine going through something like that so it's um it's 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 crazy but they're really educating players now giving them different things to do telling them how to invest their money um how to do the right thing with their money so as to not be a statistic
0: yeah now, obviously, you've made that transition yeah. seamlessly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, when did you first realize that you had uh, a knack, uh, you mm. know, a skill for broadcasting? Because you're—I've seen you on TV, and mm. I was—I didn't—I had no idea. <laughs> right. like, you're, you're good. You're I appreciate like, it. Man. You're really good to watch as well. You're—you're you're very entertaining. Appreciate um, it. So, how, how did that come about? How did you first first realize that you had a passion um,
1: for that? There's a guy by the name of Michael Strahan, and he—he he was one of my teammates, and he—he he retired after we won our first Super Bowl in two thousand and seven and him me and him were born like two days apart he's like my older brother and and being around him for such a long period of time me and him are the same person right have the same mentality same attitude same everything and he retired and he went into television immediately after retiring he was doing it while he was playing but he went in and then he he was doing the sports and then he also did um the show with um, Kelly Ripper is a morning show, right. and then now he's on Good Morning America. He's wow. a, he's huge. That's massive. Yeah, huge. I, I, I read
0: an interview somewhere where I think the interviewer asked you who's the most famous person in your phone, yeah. and you said yeah him. Said, yeah.
1: no question. So he is he is big time. And so when I saw him doing that, I said me and this guy are the same person. And if he can do it, I can do it. But I, I also knew that there was only going to be room for one of him in America. Right, and It's not going to be a lot. So yeah. if I was going to do it, I was going to have to leave America and go somewhere else. Wow,
0: that is a lot of foresight. Yeah,
1: yeah. And so um, like like two years before I retired, I started to talk to Mark Waller, who's um, the the president of NFL International. Yeah. And I was like, listen, I, you know, I want to go to London. I want to go to London. I want to go there. Smart. Yeah, and he was like, yeah, okay, cool, cool, cool. But it wasn't like you know but because i had prepped him for it it's not like as soon as i retired i was like hey i want to go to yeah. i had yeah. talked to him for two years while i was still playing so he yeah. knew i was serious yeah. so um, the minute i retired within like a week they flew me out here no and way. i was worried I was no working. Way. like a week after i retired <laughs> i went straight into it so i just took that same personality that you know that i saw and the same personality that i had and i said if it's gonna work for him, I know this can I know I can do the same thing. Just yeah. be yourself, be genuine, you know, be entertaining. Nobody wants to see you drawing up X's and O's and the <laughs> little mundane. No who wants to see that, man, you know? People wanna be entertained now. Absolutely. So you gotta you gotta give them, you know, you gotta entertain them. And so I approached it like that and I was like, I'm just gonna do things that I would want people to see. So you
0: guys, on your NFL show uh, with uh, Chappers and and Jason, you guys have got great chemistry. What's it like in studio? You guys just at it all the time, like going at each other?
1: Constantly. (laughs) Constantly, man. Constantly. Locker room mentality. Yeah, because, you know, Chappers is is a really good dude, man. He's really cool. He's funny, and he understands us. And me and Jason played together. And we were friends, so uh, I've known him yeah. the whole time. Yeah. So it's not like everything just kind of transferred over because it's not like we had to get to know each other. Yes. and then it, We're just being ourselves. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Um, with regards to the NFL in the U.K., yeah. uh, which is what you you guys report on, um, do you think there's ever going to be a franchise out of the U.K.? A uh, football franchise out of the U.K.? Out of, out of, out of, out of the US, U.S., sorry? Yes.
1: Yeah, how, long do you, so. how,
0: how long do you think before that happens?
1: I would say... Within 10 years, I, I, I would assume, because the NFL in America is massive. Yeah. it's 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 sucked up all the oxygen in the country. <laughs> like there's nothing left there. And uh, as a business and as, as a business model, you're constantly looking to expand. Yeah. And there's no there's no more room for growth over there. There's only they can only go down. Right. You know. So yeah, the yeah. next place would be worldwide you know, domination, man. And if you actually watch a football game and you understand what's going on and you see a good one, you love it. You know, and that's universal. Anybody who sees it and understands it is going to love it. So why not, you know, try and take it you know, abroad. And um, England is six hours away from New York, six hours away from the East Coast. Right. It's the same flying as New York to San Francisco or New York to LA. It's the exact same distance. Yeah. And they play each other all the time. Yeah. So the next place would be here. And I think they've invested a lot of money here, and they're going to do it. Do you think
0: um, the Premier League can learn a lot from the NFL? What do you think they could learn from the NFL? Yeah, well,
1: anything? the first thing that they need to figure out is um, all this. Stuff about the same four teams winning every single year is ridiculous, man. They need to figure because in NFL they have something called revenue sharing. A team can only spend. All the teams can only spend the same amount of money. Right. The team that finished last this year gets the highest draft pick next year. Yeah. So it's it's so even. The it's Rooney so much, rule. The Rooney <laughs> rule exactly. There were so many things. So many things that they you know they can do to make things fair. And there's no in the NFL, the team that finished last this year can legitimately win the Super Bowl the following year. And yeah. it, it's every single year it happens like that. So yeah. it is a lot that they can learn. I'm Not trying to knock the game because I love it myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, we need more teams to be able to win.
0: Yeah, I hear that. I hear that. Um, all right. So moving on to a slightly different subject. Bro, you married Miss Universe. <laughs> like, you know like uh, what? else? When I, when I read this, I was like, "This guy's. Li- you, you are living the dream.
1: Man. Living the dream. It's, it's How did crazy. that come about? Like, uh, yeah. First of all, she married me. <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> true, that, true that. Through that. Through <laughs> that. No, 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 She's she's she, she's a great woman, man. And um, what happened was my my last year in New York she had just won and so she had to live in New York for a whole year. That was the whole organization thing. Right. Yeah. So, um, there was a lady who was working for me at the time who, um, she was trying to always get me to go to these fashion shows and I didn't I wasn't about that life at all. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. because Atlanta <laughs> is a different kind of Person, different yes. kind of woman than yes, the yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, <laughs> so uh, she was always trying to get me to go. So one day I was just like, you know what? Let me just let me just go see what what she's talking about. So she finally dragged me out, and the day I, she dragged me out, um, my wife, well, she was my wife at the time, just so happened to be coming to the event that day to do um to do. She was doing something for the designer, right? And so, um, so I was sitting down, and my wife walks in. But I, you know, I was sitting next to a, a, another person, and so my wife knew the person. So she starts waving at, at him. Yeah. But because I'm so big-headed and cocky, I'm thinking, oh, she must know who I am. So, so I start waving at her. And you should have seen her face. She was like, who is it? And she just sat down. And, Who's that guy? Yeah. And so I was like, so I started talking to the guy. I was like, man. <laughs> what is going who is this and it was like yeah that he knows her she's a really nice girl she just so happens to be single I don't know why he told me all this information right then God. I, right, right <laughs> it has to be so I was like please 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 just introduce me to her please yeah. and so he was like alright cool so after the whole thing he introduced me to her and when we talked, we vibed immediately. We went on a date that same night. No way! I promise, man. Wow. And we've been together since that day. Are you serious? Yeah, it's been five years now, man. Well, congratulations! Yeah, no, yeah, insane. yeah. She's
0: absolutely cool. insane. How do you spend your spare time when you're not like when you're not working, yeah. when you're not traveling backwards and forwards across the Atlantic? What do you mm-hmm. do to kind of uh, just chill out, have fun? Nothing. Is it, do you oh, know what, bro? So like, <laughs> <laughs> that's the best way to chill, with Yeah. It, though, to just like. Do absolutely zero. Nothing. Really? Nothing
1: at all. Might go to, to movies. I love movies. Yeah. Might um, eat quite a bit. <laughs> you know, I also work out quite a bit also. So, I do everything, man. You know, play a lot of soccer, right. um, a lot of sports in general. If
0: you could have been uh, a professional footballer, soccer yeah. player, yeah. what position would you have played? Left back. Left back, yeah. Left back, yeah. So, that means you should be quite talented because lefties are normally quite... Gifted. Oddly enough, <laughs> I'm not left-footed. Are you not left-footed? No, I'm right-footed, but okay. I play left-back, right. and so it's like it's opposite. In. Yeah, because right, okay. I
1: like to go up, cut in, right. pass the ball. You. you know, a lot of time because I play five aside most of the time. It's not really like yeah yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So I'm going back and forth. But anytime you want to just look to the left and in the back, I'll be there. <laughs> All
0: yeah. right, cool. Uh music. Yeah. What sort of music are you into? What what music do you love? Everything, man.
1: Yeah. Yeah, hip hop, um, R and B. Um, like pop music too, man. You yeah, too. yeah, yeah I do. So
0: when you were when you were playing, did mm-hmm. you? What did you used to listen to to get you like pumped up for a game?
1: Oh, definitely 50 Cent, um, yeah. Jay Z, Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne was Weezy. popping, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah oh, yeah. Future. Listen, stay away from Future, man, because <laughs> if if you're not in the right frame of mind and you listen to Future, you you do something crazy. <laughs> Future will <laughs> make you do something crazy. But stay away from that guy.
0: So you you still train? You still like you still yeah in the gym? Well, still like every day? Still do um, any any like. You know, NFL training No, no. <laughs> yeah, no, <I'm laughs> no. Done that. Done. Listen,
1: I played those twelve years and I outside of watching football, I don't want nothing <laughs> to do with football <laughs> anymore, man. I'm like completely done with it. It's um I like to watch it, I like to look at it, but yeah. playing mm-mm <laughs> <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no 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 <laughs>
0: Okay so um we end all of our interviews with just five set questions that mm-hmm. we ask every single guest that we have. Okay. Kind of like a quick fire, but you know. Um, ready for them? Yeah, let's go. All right, so the first one is what is the biggest misconception about you?
1: Biggest misconception about me? I am such a sweetheart, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just like a nice, nice guy. Like, I don't have no... You know, people th- you see NFL players and they think they're oh, big, tough, you know. Right. I am the complete opposite really? of that, man. I, d- I don't even have a... A mean, violent bone in my body, but for how some did, reason, how did you play I that don't know. Position for I have so no long. idea. Because you no got be
0: hard hitting to play your position. No <laughs> clue how I
1: did it because my mentality is the complete opposite of yeah. what you would think an NFL player's mentality is right. supposed to be. That's
0: interesting, real interesting. If you could make a documentary mm-hmm. about anything, mm-hmm. what would it be about?
1: A documentary about anything would have to be about politics in Nigeria. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta see what's going on over wow. there. Good. Yeah, and it's um. Nigeria is so, like, within the country there's division because you have three main tribes. You have the Igbo, the Yoruba, and the Aousa. Right. And so to see, like, a country like that divided within itself is is a really strange thing to see. And then the minute they leave the country and they go abroad, they're all Nigerian, (laughs) (laughs) you know. But when they're in the country, they're divided. It makes zero sense to me. So I'd like to document something like that.
0: Okay, okay. Who's the one person that you think we should interview on this show?
1: On this show,
0: like by your recommendation?
1: Wow, it could I'll, be anyone. anyone. I would love to see you guys interview Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. <laughs> now I don't know if that's going to happen, but <laughs> I would love—I would love to hear his answers to some of the questions you asked me here. You, I've seen a couple of interviews with
0: Tom. We've actually met him like maybe once or twice. Really? Like, yeah, just like on red carpets mm. and stuff. Lovely guy. Um, yeah. Uh, maybe you could have a word for us, like put a good word for us.
1: Uh, you know what? I I I want to meet him myself. <laughs> so, you know, maybe if you guys can put a word in for me so I can meet him, All you right. know? Depending on who sees him first, we'll All do that, right. we'll do
0: that. Right. Uh, and finally, the big one, what is your motto?
1: My motto, nothing is what it appears to be. What nothing is what is? it appears to be. Always remember that, like whatever you see here, it's not, <laughs> it's not what you're thinking, man. There's always something underneath it, Absolutely. man. So never take anything at face value. You know, try to understand what's really going on underneath that. O.C., thank you yeah. so much, bro. Thank you so much, man. Look I appreciate it. that. Nice so this is cool, you. man. Yeah, man. Whatever good. you guys want, man. <laughs>